it's just us going through shit. Welcome to a brand new episode of Going Through Shit. I'm your host, Journey Can, and this is the podcast where we get a little bit shitty. Not actually being shitty people, but we talk about what shit life throws at us. We talk about shitty times that we might be going through. I know that it's tough going through this global pandemic. So I'm hoping that we all can find a way to connect. And for me, this podcast is my way of connecting with you. On the final episode of this first season of this podcast, I am super excited to introduce to you my friend Caitlin Rose. We met in the fitness industry, we taught at the same studio, and we have remained good friends ever since. Not only has she spent two weeks on my couch in my tiny apartment before, she has also been just such a fixture in my life and such a proponent of me putting myself out there. I have really valued her friendship despite her very aggressive Leo tendencies. If you know astrology, you know what I mean. She's the only Leo that I really tolerate close to my life and I can't wait for you to meet her right now. So buckle up, enjoy. It's a good one. So I'm Caitlin. Um, I, you've already had other Caitlin. So I'm Caitlin Rose, Kate Rose Fitness. <laughs> it's just to differentiate myself. Um, I'm from Northern California, sort of near where you were from. Um, and I've been in LA for eight years. I live in Santa Monica now. I'm a fitness instructor. That's how we met. Met teaching at um, a studio together. And I've been at two other studios since then. Um, I am 28. Almost forgot that one. I'm almost 29. A few months. Um, and I poop a lot. (laughs) So much. Perfect. This is what I want to (laughs) hear. I actually took the biggest poop today. The last two days. Oh my gosh. Did you feel like like, instantly relieved? Yeah. It's like, like I, it was like when I was teaching that always happens to me because I started teaching at 8am and I was like, oh, I really have to go. And I like made it until after that first session. And like the last two days have been very large and in charge. Um, and uh, I think it's because they started taking some new supplements and I think they finally like kicked in. Yeah, like, like really cleaning I mean, you out. I've always been pretty regular and I've always pooped a lot, but like the last two days have been. What supplements have you been taking? Excellent. Um, I used to take the hum um, supplements, but I switched over to, God, what are they? It was the Um, love ones, right? Yeah. It's love wellness, low Bosworth's, um, line. I love that. I knew that, but I didn't, but I couldn't remember what exact supplements you were taking. I love them. I pretty much take all of the ones that she offers. Cause she doesn't, it's not like a huge variety. Like there's probably like eight different ish ones. 
that she has. Um, but I, I definitely, I take like the probiotics. What I love about them is like the probiotics are not just for your gut, but it's also for your vag health. <laughs> um, and we all know. <laughs> well, see the audience doesn't, the audience doesn't know this your, this, um, this trepidation that you have. Yeah. I mean, since this is about poop, I guess we can, it can be about other bodily yeah. issues, but, um, yeah, I, I struggle with, uh, like chronic yeast infections and UTIs and, um, had a bad one, um, recently for three weeks and, uh, like the doctors, everything they gave me was gave me wasn't working and, uh, low, um, love wellness. This stuff worked. They have like, is it, it's like a acid. pill or is it a suppository? The boric acid is a suppository, okay. which you can do as long as you want. It comes in a pack of uh, 14. So you could do it for a week. You could do it for two weeks. You could do it as a spot treatment. It also helps with um, BV, which I've gotten a couple of times. Um, so it helps with all those things. And it kind of just like resets your pH um, balance and it works. I Hi. highly recommend it. And so I stuck with the supplements and then I bought more supplements. They have like mood pills, which I really like. And then, uh, <laughs> you seem happy. <laughs> always. <laughs> um, and then they have this one that I'm not, I'm still like TBD on it, but they have one, I forget what the name of it's called, but it's supposed to help with like snacking all day, which uh -huh. during this pandemic has been a huge issue with me. Um, and I can't tell if it's working or not. I think but, also, you know, it's, I, I think we talked about this as well. Like what's really difficult about going through this kind of um, collective trauma is that you're not really sure if like something you're taking is not working or if yeah. it's just the kind of side effects of the fact that we're in a pandemic and that it's completely yeah, exactly. normal to feel like you're kind of like out of control. It kind of like, it's really like there are two kind of aspects to it. So it's like, you could be grieving, um, the fact that like your normal life is no, no longer going to ever be the same. Like everything we know is just not going to be the same. And I think it's taken a while for people to digest that. I know it's definitely taken me a while to like, accept the fact that like literally the industry that we're in, like fitness is never going to look the same. Yeah. And then it's also like the kind of like, um, just the trauma and the like dealing of the trauma of literally having your life, like not exactly the grief of leaving, but like prior to that, like dealing yeah. with the fact that there is actually like, like a struggle that's going on. People are being, you know, like let go, um, because of this pandemic. And it's like, I've been really doing some thinking about, um, this idea that like so many people are so bored during this time, but I've realized that this boredom is such a privilege because if we yeah. were not, if we were not in a place of privilege financially, ethnically, anything of that nature, then like that boredom would turn into a panic with the time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's definitely, I mean, there's ups and downs. There's days where I feel real good about things and there's days where I feel real not good about things. Um, but I think that's normal. Yeah. Um, you and know, that's what's and, really hard to differentiate, right? Like, yeah. is, it, is it like your medications or your like totally. supplements not working or is it like actually you like just dealing with life yeah. at this moment? Um, 
how has your gut been or like digestion been during the pandemic? Has it been like different now that you're home all the time? Because I, I want to volunteer myself really quick, yeah. but for me, my digestion has gone through ups and downs due to stress levels and hormone mm -hmm. levels from stress. But a little part of the anxiety has gone down because my bathroom's like right over here. And yeah. so like the proximity is not that bad, but it's definitely like my gut and digestion has been reflective of the stress levels and the general pandemic pressure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like it's fluctuated a bit. I've always been super regular. Like I poop a lot and I like poop pretty soon after I wake up in the morning and probably like two or three times after that, like before noon, like mm -hmm. I like, and then I'm good for the day yeah. usually. Um, but I will say like the type of poop has yes. like fluctuated, you know what I mean? Versus like a solid, like clean one to like the, this really sucks. I'm going to be here for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I feel like in the beginning, like my stress levels, like it was not pretty and not fun. And now I feel like I'm back to being more like solid. Yeah. And, yeah. And the thing um, is like, it could be solid, but the, the journey getting there <laughs> <laughs> can be so rough. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I'm feeling it's it, the, the past week I've been very satisfied with my food. Good. Good. Sure. I like to hear yeah. that. Yeah. Um, if there's anything I like to hear is I like to support my friends, um, in their digestive journeys and like really support them. Cause what's really difficult is like how we don't already, we already don't even talk about these things, but like on top of not talking about these things, if you're having difficulty pooping of any sort, like whether it is the quality of your poops, the mm -hmm. texture, the like mm -hmm. anything, yeah, it's already not talking about it. And it's already something that you're dealing with that like, you kind of feel weird talking about it. So it's yeah. like, I want to really like have these conversations with friends to like take our relationship to a level where it's yeah. like, it's okay to do, like, it's a safe space. I mean, it's even weird to want to talk to a doctor about it, to like right? explain about your poop. Like it's yeah. weird. Um, but it shouldn't be because we all do it. Yeah. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be a weird thing. It's I necessary. Know. It's so necessary. Like and to be honest, super satisfying. Yeah. <laughs> like, so oh, satisfying. Like, you know, like, or like a super satisfying pee as well. You're just like, yeah. you're like, thank God made it. Yeah. I made it. And then yeah. you're like ready to high five someone. There have been times where I've pooped where I've like wanted to high five somebody and I live alone as you, as you do. I, yeah. And sometimes I just like high five myself. <laughs> Love it. Anytime I take like a massive poop, I like have this little joke with myself. I'll be like, holy shit. And then I'll be like, hee hee, like, what a great pun, Caitlin. <laughs> I love that you're just like sitting on the toilet saying that to yourself. <laughs> like every time I'll be like, holy shit, literally. Yeah. <laughs> and then because I just it's like, because it's, it's, I think also because we live alone, it like gives us a space to like really like, intimately get to know ourselves yeah um and like thank god for that because like when you I live with somebody what else I would do being quarantined with another human right now especially if you had to share a bathroom with that yeah. other person whether it's a roommate or a significant other I just I don't even know <laughs> I've heard a lot of situations where like 
not only are people like quarantined with their exes that dumped them during quarantine, or like they've broken up with their ex, but they're just sheltering in place because they have to. But it's the idea that like, you're working from home, somebody mm-hmm. else is probably working from home. And how do you share that space together yeah. without being, without like wanting to kill each other? Yeah. Um, so I've been like doing a lot of reading I would about be that. such like a petty asshole if that was the case. I know you and you would be. <laughs> like you would be like love these dishes I'm doing clang 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 I so would yeah um and I would have no shame about taking massive dumps in the bathroom no air freshener <laughs> yeah. oh air freshener has been my saving grace like there's yeah, you there's, gave me some yep um, I know yeah, I did it's great I love it I'm like doubled up I have which one did I give you was it like the orange or lavender no, like, it was vanilla Ooh, the vanilla like a, one's the, the best spray one yeah mm-hmm. the vanilla one i also have in my bathroom yeah um, love it i am a huge fan of air sense because not only because they gave me because literally they slid into my dms and they sent me product love it but it the fact that like when you live alone and you live alone in a small home like yeah. we both live in tiny studio apartments yeah like your bathroom is right there so when you yeah. shit there you're like <laughs> yeah. it's literally like it, you know people are like don't shit where you sleep type of thing yeah. it's literally well, shitting it's where you right sleep by my bed so yeah it's yeah. like and it's like that in itself already like I get why outhouses existed. You know, like you don't want to you don't want to poop it's right far there. away from the house as, possible. as yeah. far like as far Outside. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I like completely get this like need to like poop elsewhere. Um, I was like, so, um, I was talking to a guy on hinge. So like, let I, I know you, you're very proud of me. Um, <laughs> Caitlin is my, uh, cheerleader when it comes to me trying to put myself out there because she herself is very good at dating and I'm very bad. Um, and so I, I'm very bad. I literally ghost everyone. It's so terrible, but I was talking to somebody and this guy was like, so what kind of diet do you have? And I was like, it's pretty vegan and gluten-free and full disclosure. I've been having some digestive issues. So this is like the first part of the conversation. Like we just match and, like, and I'm nailing it right now in this dating world in the quarantine. Um, but I literally am just like, I'm just going to be myself and I, we're going to put myself out there. So I, mean, I literally told yeah. him, I was like, I'm ha- I've been having digestive issues. So I've kind of been forced into this vegan and gluten-free diet, which I don't love, but like it, it, I'm adjusting and working with it. Yeah. Um, but like, just letting you know, and he was like, so this might be a deal breaker. And he literally like spelled out all the reasons why he eats meat. Like he was like, Oh, the amino, like, uh, the amino acids from meat, like, or something like that. And I was like, it's okay. For you to say that, like, I, he's like, I'm sorry, don't hate me. And I was just like, cause I saw it and I was like, I thought it was like something like he's a polygamist. I'm sorry, don't hate me. (laughs) And I was like really expecting the worst, but it was like, oh, I eat meat. And I have like nothing against people who eat meat. You eat meat. I, all my friends eat meat and I am totally fine with that. Like my dad was a butcher. I just like, 
can't do it myself. So I support yeah. people on their meat eating journeys, <laughs> but this journey does not eat meat. But it was just like, I, I really just went for it and was just like, I've been having digestive issues. So <laughs> let me just tell you. Um, yeah, I was dating three people when quarantine started and I liked all three of them. Um, but quarantine started and I didn't like any of them enough to quarantine with them. <laughs> like I liked them and it was going well. Um, no, it was but, the ultimate test. But I didn't want to quarantine with any of them. And so those fizzled right away Yeah, because like, who knew what quarantine was even going to be when it first or started. Or how long, or like, yeah. so you, you just so want to be cautious. That just like fizzled out real quick. Um, and uh, like, I've, I've been on some, like two, like walking dates with people that I had been talking to, which is fine. But then it's like- How do you progress to those walking dates? That's my question. Um, <clears throat> well, I mean- be Because like- like, also, I get that the climate is also, there are no rules. Like, I'm not sure. Like, yeah. how, like, as I told you before, like, I've gotten, I don't know why this has happened to me. It's because I'm just so not good at dating, but I've gotten stuck on hiking dates quite often. Like, yeah, it, like, probably like a handful of times. And so, like, I also don't want to get stuck on a walking date. So I'm all, yeah. always very curious on how it happens that way, how you agree to it and how you get out of it. Well, I'm into dudes with dogs right now because <laughs> you're like literally dog. the opposite of of me. I, I my know. hinge profile literally says, "Please do not have a dog." Please don't have a dog. Well, we all know. Well, they don't, but that doesn't work out well for you. Yes. Um, um, so yeah, um, I, I like dating people with dogs because I have a dog, and um, people think they like dogs until they like have to be around a dog twenty four seven, and then they're like oh, like, this is a job, you know, like, yeah. I'm a mom to a dog, and my dog needs my attention, I have to feed him, and walk him, and exercise him, and I can't leave him alone at night, um, and so people who don't have dogs don't always understand that, they think they do, until they oh, get to I that fully, situation. I, you know this about me, I fully don't understand it, but yeah. also I have, like, medical issues with dogs so like <laughs> yeah I'm very which I appreciate that you are very aware of because there are yeah. sometimes I don't remember and yeah. I'm just like you're very respectful about about dogs but you're right a lot of people will be like I'm a dog lover and then they like hang out with somebody who has a dog and you've told mm -hmm. me this many times they just don't they they're overwhelmed yeah I mean you've met my dog and yes. he's a psycho. Like he's, he's, he's a year and a half. He's gotten a he's, lot better. I will, I can yeah. vouch as a third person. <laughs> but he's a, him and he's still a puppy and he just wants to play all the time, but especially like when other people come over. And so if a dude comes over for the first time, he like, Teddy goes insane. He's like, there's a male presence and I want to play. And he wants to play the whole time. And they're like, this doesn't just stop after five minutes I'm like well no he's a dog he wants to play and he's a baby so this doesn't stop and I think guys can get really turned off from that but guys who have dogs understand what it is like to live with a dog and to have a dog and hopefully would like dogs if they're taking care of one <laughs> so yeah. um I've been into meeting guys with dogs so you know like Bumble and Hinge I'm not really into Bumble much anymore but like I think Everybody I've talked to is really, I think that interface with Hinge makes it so much more 
connected and less yeah. easy. Because that kind of, do you remember when like Tinder first came out and Tinder was like not that skeezy? It was just like a yeah. way to like connect with people. Then it got totally. very skeezy. People moved on to Bumble. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I feel like guys started learning how to game the system on Bumble where they just swipe on everyone and then they decide whether they want to respond or not. Yeah. And then I am, it's kind of switched over to Hinge. Yeah. I'm so tired of seeing profiles on Bumble that are like, be so much more creative than asking me about my weekend. And I'm like, if you met me outside, you'd be afraid to even come and talk to me. Like, shut yeah. up. Like, y- you can respond to a hi. Like, that's how I we know. would meet in the I real just, world. If we were I, outside, one of us would approach the other and say hi. So what's the difference on a date? It, it like, also seems rude. Like, it's, it's just like it's that. so entitled I and your, so I don't meet rude. your, your, your like, standards like yeah yeah um so yeah I'm I like hinge better so um definitely go for guys with uh dogs and um so through talking to people on hinge maybe some phone calls and some facetimes um just kind of gotten to the point where like well do you want to like social distance walk with the dogs and like let the dogs like the dogs the dogs like totally and the dogs still need like to socialize and stuff so I've gone on a couple walking dates um I've gone on multiple with one of the guys um because he lives like four blocks away which is great you are Um, really good at finding people that live near you yeah I'm lazy as fuck so (laughs) (laughs) I so much I swear I started doing I started like (laughs) putting it like like my radius really small but somehow I'm getting guys from like Encino and I'm like no I think you're lying. I think you're lying. Yeah, no, I can't do it. Um, so yeah, so it's just like keeping our distance. I mean, like mm-hmm. I, we didn't like hug or handshake yeah, yeah. or anything. It was just, you know, like a nice walk with the dogs. But the nice thing about like a walk through the neighborhood is you can dictate how long yeah. you want to walk. Like as long as you're not like, hey, when we meet up, let's walk from this point to this point. Yeah. To, you know, if you don't map it out, then you can be like, oh, let's Because you here. know I'm the type that would map it out. Yeah, for sure. So I'd be don't. like, so we can walk in this. Let me send you a Google map <laughs> with like this, the, the landmarks. Yeah. yeah. Um, here so, are the plants so I like to take pictures of. <laughs> and then, you know, you can just be like, oh, let's, let's turn here. Let's turn yeah. here. Oh, look at that. We're already back. Um, so you can make it as long or as short as you want to, I think in a walk, like in a neighborhood, it's different on a hike. Although I told you the other day on our hike to pick a hike that has a long version and a short version, and you can tell right away how the date's going and take said short version or a long version, depending (laughs) on how it's going. That is like brilliant advice. Yeah. Advice. Um, because sometimes you just don't know, like, like you could have amazing conversation, FaceTime, you could have amazing conversation, like texting, and then you could just be hard not into that person. Once you, like, the one that really stuck, sticks in my mind is like, we had okay conversation and I have been so out of the dating game. Like, this was like probably like my first date in like five years. (laughs) I was like, I don't remember how to do this. So I just said yes to a hike. And I laid eyes on him and I hated him. And I was like, this is so bad. But now I think I've grown a lot in terms of like what I would do now would be, I would literally say, I have to take a shit. Please. (laughs) 
drive me home. Yeah. Because he also drove. That's another thing, which oh, I, yeah. I know. I really learned my lesson First with dates, that one. I'll never let anybody drive. Yeah. Like, no, I'll, I will always meet you there. Yeah. Always. I had yeah. to learn the lesson the hard way. Um, but I think that's kind of like my mentality right now is I've definitely done in, in least in quarantine, a lot of work on myself and a lot of being very comfortable with myself because you have to be very comfortable with yourself. If you're going to poop in the same toilet every single day and have to clean it. <laughs> yeah. Cause you can't go elsewhere to like diversify your poops. Like you no. just, you're just using this one toilet. Yeah. And it is a lot. And Toilet I am paper a lot. goes faster too. Yes. I forgot about that. I was like, why am I buying more toilet paper? And then I was like, oh, I'm just taking more shits at home. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. not men. Like men are so lucky. If they pee, they just kind of can shake it and move yeah. on. Nope. Nope. We got to wipe. No matter what. Yeah. Wipe and I pee it. like 8,000 yes. times a day. I have a baby bird bladder. I mean, I have you and my- I both when we have to go, we have to go. Yes. Um, and it's like immediate sweating. Immediate panic. Yes. Um, yes. So yeah, two stories. One is a pee my pants story. Um, I have peed my pants more times than I would like to admit as an adult. Um, I, that's just, I have a baby bird bladder and, uh, when I have to go, I have to go. Um, and uh, so this was in Ireland, actually. And um, I was in, it was like my first night in this new town. It's called Sligo. Um, and I had made friends with these like local bartenders. And they ended up like taking me out that night. And obviously, like Ireland, like I'm just drinking beer and so much of it. Um, right. And beer's like, you know, it's not like a cocktail where it's a little bit of liquid. It's yeah. A and lot it's also bubbling. And yeah, so it's just, it's a lot. Right. And so anyways, I like, you walk a lot in Ireland. Um, and so I was staying in this really cute, um, like Airbnb that was probably like a 15, 20 minute walk from the bars. And so I was with one bartender who was very clearly into me, was not into him. He was much younger than I was, but he was a sweetheart. And he was like, let me walk you back to the Airbnb. And like, it's late and I'm alone. And you're like, like, sure. Yeah, you can walk me back. So we're walking back and I'm like, in my head, like, oh, fuck, I have to pee. Like, so bad. And we're getting closer and I'm getting, I'm like starting to sweat. I'm getting really uncomfortable. And then he's like, oh, um, I really have to pee. Like, can I come in when we get there? And I was like, no, no, you can't. Because one, I don't want to sleep with him. and I don't want him anywhere like near me. But two, I have to pee. And yeah, I'm not even sure out. if I'm going to make it to my room like at this point. Um, so we're like walking and I was like, no, I was like, just go in a bush. Like, <laughs> You're a dude, just go. Um, which what, what I should have done. I should have been like, you know what? Speaking of, I have to pee. I'm going to go pee in the bush. Um, I didn't do that. And so we're walking, we get right in front of the Airbnb and I just start peeing. Like, I just like literally could not, like, it just like, I, I, I couldn't hold it for one second longer. And he looked at me, he's like, are you peeing right now? And I was like, yup, because I am. And he was like, you're pretty cool. 
Good night, and literally just turned around. That is the most beautiful way to end the night with somebody. It was so late, and there was like nobody like awake in the Airbnb, but it's an Airbnb, so I'm like kind of slot. Like, I'm like trying so (laughs) hard. Sloshing in your own pants, like, (laughs) yes, like trying to walk through the Airbnb, and like my place is like up a flight of stairs and then like obviously like I already peed myself I like stripped down in the bathroom and like showered and like hung up my pants but there's no like washer and dryer mm-hmm. so like once my pants dried I had to get a bag and like put it in the bag so I suitcase because I'm traveling in Ireland it was yeah um that was my favorite town and I'll never go back there <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that was how our night ended he, I like I peed my pants in front of another human, and he said, you're cool, and I said, good night. That was the end of it, and I was like, what, like, I probably should have just married him if he was, like, you're cool. I mean, that is the (laughs) ultimate ego boost, I would say, because it's, like, literally, like, you, you got it. You've done it. Yeah. Um, I mean, he saw me at my most shameful, so, (laughs) sloshing around in my my feet and pants. Um, yeah, so that's, uh, that's my, uh, pee story. Um, but this one, I did tell you, um, when I threw up, when I was teaching, um, so we talk about this, you know, all the time, like bodily functions when you're teaching is the worst. Cause what we teach, we're on a microphone, like they're 50 minutes, like they're like hour, you're on for like an hour. Like if you have to pee, if you have to poop, if you have to do anything other than teach, you're pretty fucked. Like, it's like not a good situation to be in. And so I got really drunk one night with clients, which was something I probably shouldn't have done, but got really drunk with clients one night. And, um, I woke up, I had to teach, that was a Friday night and I have to teach at 7am on Saturdays in Manhattan beach. And I'm in Santa Monica. So like, I also have to drive to get there. So I got up at six probably still drunk to be honest yeah um and was like oh fuck like oh my I gotta god go. I'm I'm gonna die but like I have no choice nobody's waking up to my text right now to go teach a 7 a.m class on a Saturday at yeah Beach. I can confirm because so, I am a person that used to teach Saturdays at 7 a.m as well yeah no one will answer no one will answer so I was like um okay um let's uh let's do this so I got dressed. I felt like crap. I got in my car. That was iffy. Made it to Manhattan Beach. Um, it, first class, I was not, I was not okay. I was never at any point okay. But I was like, I made it through my first class. Yes. But the whole time my head was pounding. I felt nauseous. I was just like, please let this be over. Anytime I would like turn the class to face away from me, I would like keel over and be like, <laughs> God, please, like, like, let me get through this, please. Um, so I made it through the first class and I like sit down for a second and I'm like trying to be like all smiley for everybody. Like, Oh, Hey, bye. Like nice class. And then as soon as like anybody's not looking at me, I'm like, Oh my God, Oh my God, Oh my God, Oh my God. Okay. I'm good. And so I was just like on and off second class. I'm like probably like two thirds of the way through. And I was like, Oh fuck. I'm going to throw up. Like it, I was like, I know for a fact I am going to throw up and there's nothing I can do about it. And I'm on the mic 
in the middle of the class. Luckily, our classes at that particular studio, lights are down real low. Yeah. It's pretty dark in there. So I put them, we were coming into obliques and I was like, well, they're going to be in teaser for a long time. It's a move where they face a different direction. So I put them facing the wall away from me and away from the bathroom, ran into the bathroom, shut my mic off, hurled, turned the mic on, said, keep going, turned the mic off, flushed the toilet. You got 30 more seconds, turned the mic off, washed my hands, ran back out there and continued to teach. And no one knew. Yeah. I somehow got away with throwing up in the middle of a class. And even after class, they're like, oh, it was such a great class. And I'm like, oh, thanks. We're glad you liked it. And then they all leave and I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) And I had one more class to teach. Oh gosh. That was, so like I'd thrown up, I'm like finishing my second class and I'm like. You're like really beating yourself up. Yeah. I'm like, how do I get through one more class? Like hopefully I don't have to throw up again, but I know myself, if I throw up once, it's going to happen again. I never just throw up once. If I throw up, it's going to happen a few times. And so I'm in the middle of like my third class, the whole third class. I'm super nauseous. Like, this is like, what move can I put them in? In my head, I'm just like thinking like three moves ahead. Like, what can I put them in where they're yep. not going to see me throw up? Can I get away with this again? Um, was able to finish the class without throwing up. The last person leaves, the next teacher comes on. It, the second she starts her class, I went to the bathroom and hurled again. Yep. Um, so I was able to get away with that day with nobody knowing that I had to throw up during class. I also had a brunch with a client scheduled for after that class and I didn't feel like I could cancel. So I went to brunch, got a bagel. Yeah. I was like, didn't I have to use the restroom, went to the bathroom at brunch, threw up, went back, barely touched my bagel. Mm -hmm. She's like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm just not very hungry right now. I'll just take this home. Um, yeah, then went home and proceeded to throw up a few more times. Um, that well, was that's a lot. terrible, <sighs> but also I feel like a testament to my teaching ability. Right? That's, that's why it's like, like half of me, when I told that first story on my first episode of the podcast, where I literally like almost shat my pants. Well, I did shit yeah. my pants. Let's be real. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I still have the leggings to this day. I wore them the other day and I was like, mm. those were the pants. Um, but it's a testament to the fact that like, we're resilient enough where people don't fully notice, but you're like straight up having a mental breakdown. Um, the worst things I've only taught hungover like once or twice and like learned my lesson because teaching hungover and like trying to summon energy from you already feeling nauseous, you already feeling like you're going to keel over and die is literally the worst. But what is also the worst is the day after drinking shits. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's like where the smells and the the the, the quality is so bad. It's so bad. It's so bad. Like not even like spraying fully helps. Not even if you use a pre-poop spray. I've used a pre-spray and like it's, it's like so bad. I just don't, I just don't understand like like how your body summons that nastiness. Well, um, then again, we're already putting poison in our bodies. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we're just getting rid of that poison and that poison <laughs> smells like shit. <laughs> it's so bad. I just remember in college, oh my God, it was so bad. <laughs> yeah, no fun. Um, 
Yeah. I, that's probably one of the only times I've taught hungover. I'm usually very yeah. good about that. Because you learn that for like mm-hmm. that you're good about it. And then you do it once because it's just inadvertent, like your yeah. life happens. And then you like teach and you, you're like, you very quickly learn that lesson. Yeah. Because it, it is so It was just so one hard. of those nights where I went to meet up with clients and they were having like an office, like happy hour. But I, ta- I taught the whole office. So they all knew me. Knew, yeah. And so everyone wanted to buy me a drink. And, and you're like, free alcohol. Okay. Like, won't turn down a free drink. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it got away from me. And I was doing like margaritas. And I think I did some mezcal margaritas. Ooh. So like, oh, they're good. Yeah. But like, you they're don't want to so go good. crazy on a mezcal yeah. margarita. And I went crazy on mezcal margaritas. And it uh, did not. That poop must have been me. crazy. Like I don't what even remember didn't, it because what I just didn't, remember because it came out yeah, yeah came out the other way <laughs> yeah yeah but no oh it God. was it was not pleasant that is for sure that day was a horrid day what's your go to um like hungover food because you mine, don't eat meat, like, yeah you don't so do mine <laughs> <laughs> so this is, what's really funny is that like I don't drink now but when I did used to drink yeah. because digestive issues have led me down this path of no drinking yeah um my my drunk food so this wasn't my hungover food but it would end up being my hungover food my drunk mm-hmm. food was quinoa <laughs> What? So I would literally make a bag of quinoa, like a lot of quinoa, like a big whole, like two cups of quinoa in a suit, in a like, not saucepan, but like a, like regular, I don't know, the words aren't coming to me, (laughs) with miso, like a miso broth. They have a miso ginger broth at Trader Joe's. And that's the secret to making good quinoa is like using a broth so yeah. that the quinoa doesn't taste like water and nastiness. Like um, so I would glam. make that, cover it in um, sesame oil and like soy sauce and like okay. drunkenly eat it and then wouldn't finish it because I made like two cups and yeah, which two is, cups dry is like four yeah, cups regular yeah. and put it next to my bed. I'd like sleep and then I'd like wake up and then I would continue to eat it the next morning. <laughs> um, it, I love that. It was like a thing. I usually go for an entire Domino's pizza. Oh, um, those are so good. And I'll so eat good. the whole thing um, or some real greasy burger. You just need to like, like get you just need the carbs to like yeah. set everything up and make you feel less nauseous. Cause like yeah. what confuses the hell out of me is I had a roommate in college who would never drunk eat. I have no idea how she remained that in control. Cause she was definitely not in control with how much she was drinking, but remained so in control of not drunk eating. And then wow. like the next morning she wouldn't like, she wouldn't get hung over and want hangover food. Yeah. It was like the most bizarre thing because in college we'd go to Fat Sal's and we would That's like, impressive. it would be great. But like she wouldn't, and I still think about her every day <laughs> about like how she like was like somehow not like she didn't eat all of that greasy food. And I was like, I don't know how you have that willpower because I wish so necessary. that was my thing, but um, no, I, I like to eat all the things when I'm hungover or drunk. Yeah. Like yeah, that, those, those 
all blend together. At a certain point, those moments all blend together. My favorite part of the night when I'm drinking is the point where everyone decides to go get food because yes. they're drunk. That's my favorite part of the yeah. night. Where are we going to go get our drunk food? Yeah. Yeah. Because it doesn't I count. I love that. Yeah. It doesn't. I love We've that. already done so much damage. It doesn't count. Um, yeah. That is my favorite part of the night. No, it's not the drinking, not the dancing, not no. the hitting on people. No. The drunk food. That's my favorite. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> But I will say, like, the one thing that I don't miss is the day after drinking poops. Like, yeah, that is, like, my it's number disgusting. one. It's, it's truly, like, there, there were so many times, especially in college and after college, like, you, like, come out of the bathroom and you're just like, how did that come out of me? The worst is if you met somebody that night. Yes. Probably, you know, and they're over and you're like, get out. I have to poop and I know it's going to be a nuclear explosion. Yeah. Oh, or the audacity of them to go into your bathroom and And do it themselves. Like, (laughs) get out. And you know, like, I don't, there is no spray that will conquer a day after drinking shit. I have not found one yet. So it's like, we know you went in there to poop. How dare you? Because this is my home. Yes. And I should have gone in there first. I should have gone in there first. If we're going to poop around each other, it should have been me first. Yeah. <laughs> my oh place. My God, the worst. The worst. Yeah. That is the worst. I need to do my after drinking shit and I need you to leave, please. Yep. ASAP. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not cooking you breakfast. Go get your own. <laughs> no. There's, there, you have money, I think. Yeah. Uh, we didn't get Hopefully. that far in the conversation, yeah. but... <laughs> but I think you're employed. Um, thank you so much for joining me. Um, I want to give you an opportunity to tell, um, people where they can find you on the internet or in life. Yeah. So my address is, no. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. Just come knock on my door anytime. Um, yeah, I am on Instagram, Kate Rose Fitness. Kate is C-A-I-T, Rose like the flower, fitness. Um, and I also post on my Instagram when I'm doing free um, Zoom workouts and what I'm doing. Um, other than that, I don't really use social media. I don't do the TikTok, TikTok, whatever the hell that thing is. <laughs> not, not I do. I feel like if this continues or if we have a second round of quarantine, like super lockdown, mm-hmm. I think we're all going to have to choose to go on TikTok. Probably. Yeah. Because um, I think both of us have a, like officially avoided like falling into that trap of learning TikTok dances, but I think. Oh my gosh. We're starting so to lose. I also can't dance. I know, but I so feel like hard. that's the challenge. Yeah. Um, you said that would be the challenge. Yeah. Um, yeah, who can do it the worst, Aww. essentially. Um, I know. Teddy's they like, can't. play with me. Teddy's like, the podcast is done. The podcast The podcast is, been is long is enough, done. mom. Yeah. All right. Oh, uh, have a wonderful bye. rest of oh, your day. Teddy has his own Instagram if you want to meet Teddy. Yes. Um, Teddy underscore the underscore Aussie pup. Perfect. Perfect. Have a wonderful rest of your day Thank and have you. a wonderful poop later. <laughs> All right. You too. All right. Bye. bye. Oh 
my goodness. I seriously can't believe that it has been 10 episodes of us talking about shit in our lives, especially during this pandemic. So I am tremendously grateful for each and every one of you that are listening to this podcast, as well as each of my friends who have bared their souls and their buttholes to this podcast during this season. Thank you so, so much. I will be taking a small hiatus and I will be coming back with more stories, more great conversations, and I can't wait to have you there with me. Now, if you are interested in telling me your shit, your pants story, you can be totally anonymous as well. Feel free to email me at hi at journeycan.com. And I look forward to hearing from you. Maybe you'll be a guest on next season of this podcast. Thank you so much for joining me and I will see you next time.